everyone, and welcome to On Wednesdays We Watch One Tree Hill, the podcast where a bunch of nostalgic millennials sit around and talk about a TV show from the early 2000s that they either grew up with or have never seen before in their entire lives. As always, I am one of your co-hosts, Brody, and with me, as always, is Jesse. Hello! And Caitlin. Hi! And today we are talking about season five, episode 15 of One Tree Hill, titled Life is Short, which fun fact is a song by Butterfly Boucher. Who? Yes. Bobby Bobby Boucher? Butterfly the, the Boucher. Great, the great water boy turned foosball player, Bobby I Boucher? I wish. I wish not. No, <laughs> Butterfly Boucher. Okay. <laughs> yes. That's his mama. Oh, God. No, I think her name's, I don't know what her mom's name is. Kathy Bates. Kathy is Bates. All I, it's Kathy Bates. <laughs> his mom is Kathy Bates. Anyway, I digress. Moving on. Yes. So, episode 15. Shall we? We open with Brooke. Trying to calm down a crying baby who we find out her name is Angie. 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 Baby Angie. And we realize she she's not slept in days. And it is made very apparent when Peyton walks out with the worst bedhead ever going. Um, yeah, Brooke, I haven't slept in three days. What's going on? And Brooke apologizes and says she will figure it out. And then we get a montage of Brooke and Peyton trying to soothe baby Angie in her crib. Um, with every trick in the book from maracas to flags to even throwing stuffed animals at Peyton's head. <laughs> they weren't just maracas. It was like Dia de los Muertos. Yeah. Maracas. yeah. That thing had a skull, which yeah. honestly is wildly on brand for Peyton Elizabeth Sawyer. Yes. yes. yes but she was like, I'm going to get a present for baby Angie and it's going to have skulls on it. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> So, yes, so that happens to no avail. But eventually Angie does fall asleep because Brooke's like, I think all the crying wore her out. And we find out kind of the circumstances of Angie's um, why she's there and everything. It's because she has a heart condition and the surgery that she's supposed to have will help her in the future um, with things. Because Peyton even asked, she's like, does does Angie's condition any reason why she's going to be fussy? And Brooke's like, no, I just think she hates me. It's fine. Or and hear me out. She is an infant that was taken away from her family. Mm-hmm. Put on a plane from another put on country a plane with, she's a, probably with a stranger and immediately given to another stranger. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, is not used, probably not used to hearing English, probably has not yeah. never been comforted or soothed, like, soothed in English before. Mm-hmm. Like, right. where is Angie from? She, you know, mm-hmm. another like, country. Yeah. That's like, all we know. Yeah. Come but on, given Brooke. baby Angie's race, we are led to believe yeah. it is a non-English speaking country. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Then, oh God, okay. Then we <laughs> cut to Skills, who is holding a pair of Millie's underwear, and he says, these don't look like virgin underwear. Okay, sir. <laughs> God damn it, Skills. Uh, uh Yeah. And they talk about Millie being a virgin, which Mouth thinks is that she's amazing no matter what. And he also asks Skills about the whole, you know, cleaning the place up. And Skills is like, that's a lot to ask. (laughs) So the tune has changed from last week of we'll try to. That's a lot to ask. And it is considering this apartment is massive. Uh Yeah, this is a very large apartment that four grown men were already sharing together. Yeah. There is now a fifth roommate in a presumably three-bedroom apartment. Yeah, because you know, I was about to say, it's got to be three-bedroom. One for mouth, one for skills, and one for Junk and Fergie. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Who definitely have bunk beds. They yep. definitely have bunk beds. Yep. 
And if yep. they don't, I I don't want it anymore. That, no, that's no. the head cannon that we have. It's it's done. It's done. Yeah. That that's that's. that's and they fabulous. probably thought it was a great idea. They were like, "Oh, we could get bug <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> They uh, yep. yeah, they probably pretended to like rock paper scissors for who had to share rooms, but they mm-hmm. were like, "No, no, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. We're gonna share a room. It's gonna be the best. It's gonna be like yep. a sleepover all the time." Yep. <laughs> so much room for activities. So much room for activities. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> okay, moving on. Then Haley comes into Jamie's room as we find out it is Jamie's fifth birthday. Woo! He's now five. Great. And she asks him what he wants for his birthday. And he says he wants a Wii and Grandpa Dan to come to his party. Uh, one of those is a great decision. <laughs> one of those is so, a good choice. Right. I, I'm going to do something we haven't done in a very long time. Okay. Are we going to timetable? Are we going to do the... the... <laughs> I'm going to open... I'm going to reopen the Pandora's box of what the fuck is the timeline of this show. Because... Oh, dear God. Oh, dear God. Lest we forget, Jamie is a June baby. Because yep. he was born on graduation day. Uh-huh. But they're still yeah. very obviously in school. And uh-huh. nowhere near playoffs for basketball. Uh-huh. Yeah. So what month is it? <laughs> It is, is it, it, high year round now. <laughs> it is. It is. It is April, eight, June, July. It is Jaloon, April. April. Yes. <laughs> yes. It, is, it is April thirty second. <laughs> April October, two thousand and eight. <laughs> yes, in the year of our Lord three thousand eight. <laughs> Literally, that was, I forgot that they celebrate Jamie turning five. Uh-huh. And literally, that was my first thought was, wasn't he born in June? <laughs> right. <laughs> it makes no sense whatsoever. Nope. nope. I mean, I get why they did it. It's all for the plot. I yeah. get it. Yep. But, <laughs> but, oh, God. After a while, come that's on. That's a big, that is a big continuity error. Uh-huh. That is You're a massive continuity error. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah (laughs) because they've even talked with jamie this season about how one of the best days of nathan's life was graduation day because jamie was born (laughs) (sighs) that's why i said april 32nd it's fine april 32nd happy birthday jamie (laughs) yes God. Anyway, okay, <laughs> finishing my thought from the plot. Um, Sorry. Then, there then, is no, no, you're good. No, no more there, plot no. only timeline. On this only April 32nd. Up with new um, new month names. Dear God. <laughs> That's what this podcast yeah. is now. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, but yeah, so Haley hears that and is like, oh, okay. And then Deb comes in and asks him the same question, which then just Haley just stares at Deb like, don't ask. No, no, we don't want to know. Don't ask, Deb. Don't ask. Yeah. Oh, good. Yep. Then Nathan is getting a workout done in the gym, and Dan comes in and asks if he could just wish Jamie a happy birthday. But Nathan says no, and he should have thought of that before he killed Jamie's great uncle. I'm yep. going to really need Nathan to reinstate that restraining order from season two. Yes. Oh, my God. Right? Yes. And I don't know Dang. why that wasn't the first thing that any of them did when he got released. Well, you know. Yeah. Plot. Well, they were a little distracted. They were. They were, they were planning a wedding in 42 hours. Absolutely. They were yes. planning a wedding and also 
dealing with the kidnapping. Jamie got kidnapped. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. So then Peyton um, is on the phone with Mia um, as she's in the middle of construction of her new recording studio. Great. Yay. So we know that's happening. And Mia's still alive because there's a phone call. So Mia's still there. <laughs> Great. Then Haley comes over to Lucas's as he's watching some game footage, which prompts her to ask about Q's recovery and also Lucas's recovery. And which then changes the conversation to um, her reminding him that Lindsay is going to be at Jamie's birthday party. But Lucas says he's fine as Lindsay chose to come to the party, even when she knew Lucas would be there. So she's she's fine. She's going to come back to him eventually. He knows it. Denial is not just a river in Egypt, Lucas. Uh, Denial. Your name is Lucas Eugene Scott. Uh, Yes. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Then Brooke arrives at Closeover Bros with Angie and Millie asks her if she finished the sketches for the the Macy's presentation, which I feel like we've had a million Macy's presentations. Yep. How many of these have we had so far this season? Well, they had a meeting. Technically, I think we've only had one. Well, we had the one that she tried to do that Victoria took over. And then she had the one that was last week that she freaked out about. And then she got the baby. I don't think it was. I think they're the one last week and this one are all the same. Okay. Because she's been working on the designs for it. Great. So. Yeah. So they had. I I think technically there's only been one, and I would be willing to bet that Brooke called them and was like, "I fired her. Let's do this again." Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. Anyway. Um. Yeah, Brooke. Long story short, Brooke forgot to do the sketches as Angie hasn't slept for three days. So neither has Brooke. Um, And Millie starts to completely freak out about the fact that that's happening. Um, But Brooke calms down and says, I'm going to finish the sketches now and it's going to be fine. We're going to be fine. Everything's fine. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Yep. Then uh, we see skills goes to see Peyton, a pairing. We don't get often enough and I'm very happy we get this episode. Skills Skills goes to see Peyton and calls her out immediately for cyber stalking Lucas online and checking his Facebook profile to see if he went from engaged to single. <laughs> the yep. most 2008, 2008 sentence oh, yep. Yep. that could have yep. come out of Antoine Tanner's mouth. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then he ropes her into coming with him to find Jamie's birthday present, a Wii console. Yep. Yes. Perfect. Yes. Good yes. uncle. Yes. Then Mouth and Millie get home to find the apartment spotless. And Millie asks immediately if this is because um, of her, as she doesn't want to be a burden to the guys. But Mouth assures her it it, it isn't. She's not. That's not it at all. It's just men. It's just boys becoming men. As they go to put groceries away, he opens up a cabinet and an entire stack of Playboys fall out of the goddamn cabinet. That shit was funny. That was very funny. (laughs) Like, maybe we should go out to eat immediately yeah mouth goes okay i think we need to go out to eat millie's like well we just bought all this food yeah it, it will have a lot to eat when we get back let's go bye <laughs> god at least put uh, the things that need to be in the refrigerator away marvin yes, yes yeah no time for that no time for that there were playboys scattered all over the kitchen yeah. floor now mm-hmm. yes yep. protect his pure angel girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> dear god oh, oh boy. Yoy, yoy. Uh, yeah 
Yeah. Then Nathan gets home to Haley setting up for Jamie's party and tells her he saw Dan and how Dan wanted to come to the party. And Haley, he said, I said no. And Haley's like, good, because I've been skirting around the question with Jamie all day because that's all he wants for his birthday. And they, But they both agree that Dan can't be trusted. Jamie walks in just then and knows that they were talking about Dan. And Nathan then tells him that Dan can't come to his birthday party. And Jamie walks off super sad. Oh, yeah. Baby boy. Uh-huh. Then Brooke finishes um, her sketches, her first sketch, just as Angie starts crying. And as she tries to soothe the baby, the baby ends up spitting up all over her sketch. <laughs> Projectile vomit. Yep. yep. She's all over fine that after dress. that. Yeah, she's totally fine after that. Yeah. Uh. Then Skills and Peyton are walking home after finding that Wii. And Skills is very excited as he got the Wii so he could spend more time with Jamie. And he admits to Peyton that things have changed a little bit since the almost wedding and Jamie's abduction. And he's not sure if Nathan and Haley want him around Jamie. And Peyton's like, you're crazy. Nothing's changed with that. And he just needs to ask them about it. And I'm sure it's all going to be fine. And Skills is like, okay, fine, I will. Great. Cool. Yep. Then Lucas has brought clothes over to Nathan and Haley's so he can figure out the perfect shirt to wear <laughs> to impress Lindsay. Four shirts. They are all fucking blue, but <laughs> just different shades. One. Every single They're one. They're all blue, blue button-up shirts. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. Like, and he's freaking out because he's like, he doesn't know which shirt to wear. And Haley tells him the shirt doesn't matter as he just needs to give Lindsay time to come back if that's what she's going to do. And she asks him if they talk at all. And Lucas says they do, but about the book. And Lucas then says he doesn't want to put Haley in the middle of all this as he knows that Lindsay is her friend too. And Haley immediately goes, now, wait a minute, dumbass. You're my best friend. And if I have to be in the middle of this for you, I will. So put me in the middle if you need me to, dumbass. And go with this shirt. If only Haley was allowed to do that by the network. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take out the dumbasses, um, and that's what she did. But yes. Yeah. Then Junk and Fergie get home to find Millie doing Pilates. Oh, God. And they yeah. awkwardly leave because it's, yeah. Women with their legs spread. Thanks so much. 2008 humor. Moving on. Yes. Gross. Mouth. Also notices then, as Skill is, is wrapping up the Wii to give to Jamie, um, that Skills is still giving him a hard time. Still, Skills is still giving himself a hard time about everything. And Skills um, then asks why they never, you know, they don't invite Skills over anymore. And he knows they need help, but he just wishes they would forgive him. And Mouth assures him, you know, that they're, they're fine. They're dealing with their own stuff. But, you know, they'll forgive him after he forgives himself. Yeah. I Good mean. Advice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From the now married Marvin McFadden. Right. Oh, <laughs> he has lots of sage advice now that he's no longer fucking his boss. <laughs> Dear God. That was one thing uh, about Billy's like, I'm a virgin declaration last week where she's like, and I obviously know you're not because the whole gross boss situation. And I'm uh-huh. like, <laughs> Never let him forget, girl. Just like no, never, never let him no. forget. Never that. let him forget that you like ballet and he likes sleeping with his boss. Yes. 
Yep. Oh, God. Yep. So then we cut to Jamie's party and it is in full swing. The kids are running around having a great time. And we find out that Deb hired Bucko the clown for the party, which scares the shit out of Haley as she opens the door to find Bucko standing there because Haley is deathly afraid of clowns. Still afraid of clowns. Uh-huh. Um, got Haley's face. Haley's face in that entire scene when when Bucko was uh, at the door. Uh-huh. She looked like she was going to vomit and like run away at the yep. same time. Just, yep. yes. Yep. And she's like, who hired the clown? And Deb's like, I did. He's a balloon artist. And have you seen his feet? Horny <laughs> grandma Deb is in the house. <laughs> Here she is, folks. Yep. Uh, I would like she to think that clowns. she's been living her like best white lotus life for the last four years. Yes. Yeah. And just traveling all over the maybe she met up with Karen and Andy a couple times, but she's just been doing solo travel and finding herself and yep. finding hot local men yeah. along Karen the way. Along with some clowns. Asked, <laughs> Karen politely asked or yeah, asked uh Deb to leave the boat because she was bringing strange men home and it's just not safe for Lily. Like <laughs> that's what happened. Uh, I accept oh, that. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know if it's true, but I accept it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Same, same. Same. Yes. Um, yeah. Then, um, <laughs> as Bucko comes in the house, Haley leaves the house. She goes out the front door and she's, she sees Brooke and Peyton arriving with Angie and, Brooke talks about how hard things have been with the baby and that she just got her down. So she's just now, you know, sleeping. And then a young boy screams outside. Do you have any chicken fingers? <laughs> and Brooke threatens and says, do you have an inside voice? And Haley's like, Brooke, we're outside. <laughs> also, the if you wake her up, I'm leaving her here. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. yep. Yeah. She's a mom now. That is. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. yep. Brooke's a mom now. It's fine. Yep. Yeah. And but Haley just kind of reassures and says, you know, it takes time. And then you just learn how to do things on no sleep. And and Peyton's like, oh, we know how to do that now. God. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> then we cut to Nathan and Lucas putting candles into Jamie's uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex cake or dinosaur cake, which was awesome. Um, very good. It's very good. Very good birthday party. Um, and Nathan asks Lucas if he's nervous about Lindsay being here and if he still thinks she's the one. And Lucas adamantly says she is the one for me. Great. Keep telling yourself that, Luke. Lucas, you gotta give it up after a while, bro. Nope. Nope. <sighs> He's gonna nope. die on this hill. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Then we go to Junk, Fergie, and Skills, who are um, inhaling helium and <laughs> playing the PG network television safe version of Fuck, Mary Kill with Deb. <laughs> when Millie shows up and the guys scatter or Junk and Fergie scatter and Millie asks if they hate her but Skills just says it's because you know the, the apartment was always just a guy's place with no rules and now they're being asked to change yeah yeah it, so they're weirded yeah. out by it I yeah. mean yeah they're yeah. also like gross 22 year old boys like mm-hmm. Millie is the bravest woman alive. She truly yes. is for moving into She just that. moved into a frat house. Yeah. Yes. Like, she... I don't care how adorable and sweet your boyfriend is. His roommates are 22-year-old boys. Like, mm-hmm. no. 
<laughs> yep. It's, yep. She moved into a frat house. Congratulations. You are no house mother. Yep. <laughs> right. Yeah. Then we go to Brooke, who is upstairs in Jamie's room, changing Angie. When Jamie comes up and they have a really cute, adorable interaction where he asks first where Owen is. And Brooke explains, you know, he didn't want a commitment. And then Jamie's like, oh, he didn't like what was underneath the clothes. And Brooke just goes, he didn't get to see what was under the clothes, young man. Speaking of 22-year-old men, uh, boys, uh, Jamie needs to stop hanging out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Um, And then Jamie asks if if she wants to play a game with him. And she's like, I I would, buddy, but I'm busy with Angie. But we'll we'll play later. And he's a little bummed, but so... She kind of sees that and tells him, you know, the the reason why she decided to, you know, try to get a baby and adopt a baby was because of Jamie. But no one will ever replace him in her life. And she says, I know I've been a little busy, so I didn't get time to get you a present. But I think you're old enough to decide what you want on your own. So she writes him a check. And all that Jamie says is that's a lot of zeros. <laughs> Uh, so this week was the first week in a very long time that Ben and I got to watch an episode together. Uh-huh. And uh, he looked at me and he's like, you know, there's only like two zeros on that check, right? And I'm like, yeah, I know. But he's five. <laughs> exactly. That's, one zero is a lot of zeros when yeah, you're five. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Considering yeah. that I fully thought that if I had, you know, no siblings that my parents could have afforded to buy me a pony. Like <laughs> that was yep. my argument as a child yeah. was, well, if I was an only child, you could buy me a pony cause you wouldn't have two other kids to pay for. <laughs> and that is not true. Uh, I <laughs> no. mean, we we would have been poor regardless. <laughs> <laughs> I see no flaw in your logic there. I mean, honestly, Neither did I when I was a pony's feed bill is probably the same as two children. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Sound logic. Sound logic. Could have had my own PD the pony. Uh, Trust me. He was a stubborn ass. Never forget that Brody was Mm -hmm. a horse girl. Long. (laughs) I almost said pony boy, but I'm like, that feels like a, a (laughs) that feels like a furry thing. And I don't like it. I'm like, or, you know, the outsider, stay golden, pony boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or that. There you go. Yeah, that's what I choose. Anyway, moving on. Lucas. Ah. God, okay, the train just derailed their kids. We're really sorry. Back to your usual programming. We're not sorry. Continue, oh, stop. <laughs> so what happens next? I'm trying to say that. <laughs> anyway, Lucas, dumbest boy in school. Dumbest boy in school. Brings Lindsay a corner piece of cake. If that does not say I still love you, I don't know what does. Um, but yeah, but <laughs> he brings her the piece of cake. And then he also tells her that I think about you every single day. But she immediately changes the subject to the book because Lindsay's weirded out. You can tell. Also, I definitely had that dress that Lindsay's wearing in 2008. Nice. I was well, like, I used to have that. <laughs> you got that at Charlotte Roos, didn't you, Lindsay? <laughs> <laughs> or whoever the costume department is, who the head of the costume department is for One Tree Hill in 2008. Yes. Yeah. Then Jamie comes by and says that Lucas really misses Lindsay, to which Lucas pays Jamie for his troubles and sends him yep. on his way. And Jamie just goes, the episode. <laughs> Jamie just goes, this is the best birthday ever. Because Lucas handed him a couple 20s. We see that. Yeah. <laughs> 
That boy is making bank today on his birthday. Absolutely. God. Then uh, Skills asks Peyton if he's talked if she's talked to Lucas and she tells him she hasn't. So Skills suggests that maybe she move on or maybe one day she will just find it easier to face Lucas and life without him. And Skills tells her he's rooting for her until that day comes. Peyton then retorts and asks him if he's talked to Nathan and Haley, but he hasn't. And she tells him to do it for Jamie because he'll miss him if he doesn't do it. Yeah, he already <laughs> misses him. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Then Deb is flirting with Bucko the Clown and his Ugh. balloon. Oh, it's so uncomfortable. It's so bad. It's. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell oh. you. That balloon joke at the very end where it got bigger uh-huh. went right over my head when I was a teenager. Did not get that. <laughs> yep. Caught it today, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she just goes very impressive. Well, yeah. So she he makes her a bee, a bumblebee. And uh-huh. she said, I think a tiger would be more appropriate. <laughs> And, uh, and no, more like a cougar here, Deb. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he inflates a pink... A balloon animal balloon at his crotch level. And as she's the, kneeling down for as some she's reason, kneeling down in front of him. And listen, just... that whole mo- series of events needed explicitly described. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yes. So that happens. But then there, uh, the doorbell rings. And. Deb answers the door, and it is Dan. She immediately closes the door behind her and pushes him outside. And um, he hurls some awful insults at her, saying, Deb, you look awful. You want some more pills, boozy? Like, he's just the worst. Here's the thing. That's how you know that that man is just being an asshole, because she looked fine as hell. Oh, yeah. yeah, No, she did. She did. Like, that dress was perfect for her. Hell, Junk, Skills, and Fergie were all like, yes, we'll do Deb. Do Deb. Yeah. Nate's friends, or yeah, Lucas and Nate's friends have never been, like, secretive about Deb's MILF status, though. No. Like, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so he hurls some awful insults as she forbids him to come in. And Bucko comes out to give Deb some backup and... Dan goes, watch it, Bucko. I just got out. I just, or no, I think Deb says, watch it, Bucko. He's done time. And Bucko says, haven't we all? <laughs> Deb's got a type. Bucko has seen some shit and Deb has a type. Uh-huh. Yep. There's a Which... reason Bucko has to wear full face makeup when <sighs> he's in public now. Dear God. Uh... Yes, but it's just, it makes Dan just back up enough that he just hurls the um present at Deb and Bucko and says, just give this to my grandson. And he leaves. I can't believe he like had the nerve to show to up. show up. Yeah. Oh, I can. It's Dan. I know. Well, then we cut to Peyton who finds Lindsay and they have a very awkward conversation as Peyton asks how she's doing and then immediately apologizes for the non-wedding. And Lindsay says she doesn't blame her as it's not her fault as Lindsay could have said yes to Lucas. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And if there's yep. one thing Peyton knows about, it's that could have said yes to Lucas. Uh-huh. <laughs> Things they have in common now. They both could have said yes to Lucas. Yep. Correct. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
then ouch uh-huh <laughs> sorry no, I, all good. I had to. <laughs> yeah all good <laughs> but it's true it's very true uh yeah then uh skills finally gets the courage up to go talk to nathan and Haley and apologizes to them again for the incident at the wedding and they both say that it is not his fault and he's like i understand why you don't want me around him anymore and they're like no 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 that's not it at all they don't hold anything against him they are still just dealing with a lot and it's a more their thing than a him thing um with letting jamie go but they are very lucky to have him and they know that yeah yeah. Haley calls him Antoine, doesn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Malthus called him Tuan a couple times this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She's always called him Antoine, though. Has like she? he's she's rarely for the most called, part. Yeah. For the most okay. part, she's yeah. For the most part, well, she's never. She's the called mom him. friend who full names everybody. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So then Jamie, it's time for Jamie to open up his presents. So he opens his first present, which is a book. And he goes, thanks, Uncle Luke. He's like, how'd you know it's for me? And he's like, it's a book. Fair, fair kid. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. At least it wasn't Steinbeck. It's true. <laughs> well, he's a little young for Steinbeck. So he yeah, got yeah, yeah. Dr. Seuss instead. Pop on pop. Yep. Classic. Yep. And then he opens uh, another present, which we realize is the one that Dan got him, which I'm shocked that Deb put with the present pile, but okay. And we see that it is an old jersey of Nathan's. And yeah. Jamie's very happy about that. And Nathan and Deb just look at each other with a whole lot of fucking worry. They're like, oh, shit. We know where that's from. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Then. Oh, God. OK. Then the party ends. All the kids leave and Haley runs into Deb leaving the bathroom with some white paint on her neck and chest. Good for you, Deb. God damn it. And then Bucko the Clown soon follows, but immediately retreats right back in the bathroom when he sees Haley. Yep. And Haley just says, the less I know, the better. And this just adds so much to my clown nightmares. God, this poor woman. And Deb's just like, it's not what it looks like. Like, No, Deb? No, Deb, really? It, it 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 looks exactly how we think it does. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. But good oh. for Deb. Good for Deb. Sure. Good yeah, for why her. Not? Why not? Good for her and Bucko. And they live happily ever after. <laughs> uh, Grandpa Bucko. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't like that. Uh, uh, nope, I don't like it either. I don't like it. I'm moving on swiftly to Jamie, who is now playing with all his new toys. But he seems a little bummed. So Skills asks him what's going on and, you know, if he got everything he wanted. And Jamie's like, yeah, almost. Except I just didn't get the best thing ever, which Skills grossly says, what, a girlfriend who likes to kiss other girls? And Jamie's like, no, silly. Oh, we. It's way better. So much better. So much better. (laughs) So much better. And Skills then pulls out his present because he didn't have Jamie open it right away. And he says, well, you didn't open mine. And Jamie's thrilled that he got a wee from his uncle Skills. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Then uh, Lucas finds Brooke as she's trying to get Angie uh, locked into her car seat. Um, but she's struggling with it. And Lucas helps her. And Brooke's like, great. Does everyone know everything about babies but me? And he's like, well, uh, it's yes. of the fact yes. that I had a, an infant sister when i was 18 years old so um i I know a thing or two sorry um but brooke admits that she's terrified for angie's pre-op appointment 
And Lucas offers to go with her for it. And Brooke says that she'd like that. And Angie begins to cry and Brooke goes to get in the car, but then turns back and gives Lucas a big hug first, telling him he's doing great too. So mm-hmm. sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then... That night, Lindsay knocks on Lucas's door as she says she doesn't feel comfortable using her key. And she's brought a suitcase with her. And Lucas assumes she's coming back, but no. The suitcase is empty and she's here to pick up the rest of her things. Yeah. Lucas Lucas asks her to stay and talk, but and even says, you could just spend the night. But Lindsay tells him there's nothing left to say. And he says he loves her and she says she loves him too. But it takes more than that to build a marriage. And Lucas says he will do anything to get her back, but Lindsay just offers his key back. He refuses to take it, and he says this is her home. And Lindsay, in a very finite way, walks out the door and leaves the key on the dresser before she leaves. Yeah. God. You could just, like, spend the night. We could just, like, talk, you know. Mm-hmm. Talk. Yeah. God. I'll even sleep in my mom's room and you can have the bed because I'm still sleeping in my childhood bedroom in my double bed. Right. (laughs) Anyway, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Then Junk and Fergie are watching Millie's Pilates video (laughs) when they never realized how sensual Pilates is. And Mouth joins them and they're all three mesmerized. Until Millie comes in with pizza and beer. And they're like, is that for us? And then she pulls out a water gun from behind the kitchen. And says, scattered through the apartment is more artillery. Plan your next move very carefully. As she pumps the water gun and shoots him with water. Yeah. Come on her. Yep. Lucas is staring at Lindsay's key when there's a knock at the door. He immediately opens it to find Brooke with the crying Angie. And she tells him she has to get these sketches done and she won't stop crying at all. And Lucas says he knows how Angie feels and lets him in and helps her with Angie. We then cut to Haley playing on her piano while Peyton's standing there. And she asks Peyton how the day has been. And Peyton says it's been like every other day. And Haley says, well, there's always tomorrow. And she asks Peyton if she's really in love with Lucas or just the idea of him. And Peyton admits it's a little bit of both as she says she misses the idea of what she thought they would be at this point. Which is fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good yeah. question. Uh, yeah. Yeah. At this especially point- especially yeah. since Haley is now very much in the camp of Lucas is still in love with Peyton and she doesn't want to see him get hurt again. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yep. Then Brooke is uh, working on her sketches while Lucas is laying on the couch with Angie sitting on his chest. Um, And they're adorable. And they both agree that their lives are not where they thought they would be. And Brooke asks if he could change anything if he went back, you know, to when they were 16 and thought they had everything figured out. And Lucas tells her he would not take it so much for granted but thinks that we learn from our mistakes as we go through life. Um, And Brooke then goes to leave so Lucas can get some sleep, but he asks her to stay and finish the sketches because he's totally fine with watching Angie and it's nice having people around the house. Great. Then we get a quick little montage of Skills and Jamie playing their Wii together 
And Haley's like, all right, boys, it's time for bed. And Jamie's like, no, just one more game. And Skill's like, yeah, just one more game. And Haley's like, fine, one more game. <laughs> adorable. Millie and Mouth are having a water fight with Junk and Fergie. And it's also equally adorable and fun. And then, uh, then Brooke is sleeping on Lucas's couch. And Lucas puts a blanket on her as he's still holding Angie. And he goes to lay on the couch holding Angie and Brooke wakes up just enough to turn and cuddle into Lucas as the three of them cuddle together on the couch and sleep. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Then Nathan goes to see Dan and tells him to stay away from his son after he knows where this, where Jamie's present came from. It's Nathan's first Jersey. And Dan shows Nathan his will in response to that and says that he's giving the beach house to Nathan because they had some good times here before he messed everything up. And Nathan starts to walk away as Dan tells him he has a bad heart, which Nathan replies, you're just now realizing this, Dan? If this were HBO, he would have said, no shit. Yep. Right? Yeah. And then Dan clarifies and says it's his HCM and he has six months to live without a heart transplant. Nathan hears all this and silently leaves. And the episode ends. Which is, I mean, a fair reaction because how do you know he's telling the truth? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's the episode, kids. What did we think of this five-year-old birthday party in Maplewary 32? <laughs> I liked it. It was a cool birthday party. It was, it was a very good cool. birthday party. There were a the lot of dinosaurs. So many dinosaurs. He had best cake. Mm -hmm. He got a Wii. Got a Wii. He got probably at least like 200 bucks between Lucas and Brooke. did not say happy birthday, love Littlefoot. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, no, yep. it's a very good episode. I like this episode a lot. Um, yeah. Brooke with the baby is kind of hilarious. Oh, it's not just kind of. It is. Because yeah. she is so far in over her head. Uh -huh. Like, God bless her. But you can also tell this is what she wants. Like, when it's yeah. good, it's very good for her. And she's very happy with her decision. Right. She's yeah. freaking out about it, but she's happy about it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But, no, I, I like this episode. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like the door is literally and figuratively closing on... Lucas and Lindsay, because, I mean, like you said, her leaving the key on the dresser is pretty final. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So. I'm just concerned that they are, that the whole Brooke and Lucas thing is getting hinted at again. And I can't go there. I can't be there again. I just no? can't. No? You don't, you don't want another Brucus relationship? No, I can't. We I can't. Mean, they're getting very close. I know, and I just can't. <laughs> Please, God, no. Uh, yeah. I will say the thing about it is, is you can tell that they're both at a point right now where they're feeling very lonely. Hmm? Yeah. Like, Lucas, because obviously Lindsay left, and Brooke is taking on this massive new milestone in her life, and while, yes, Peyton lives with her, the baby is not Peyton's responsibility mm -hmm. and Brooke is not treating it like Angie is Peyton's responsibility at all and so she's got to feel lonely in that way too mm -hmm. but I do think that it's you know I think Brooke has enough sense in her brain hole that she's not like she wouldn't even attempt to get in between Peyton and Lucas again yeah 
because she I she's learned the hard way twice now that that's a dead end. Yes. Yeah, yeah. just a little I, stressful yeah. to watch yeah. them snuggling with a baby. But they're adorable. Yeah. Well, yes. and two, it's you also have to think of like in the way that Karen was everybody's mother, Lucas is now everyone's uncle. Mm-hmm. This is true. Yeah. So he's, he's it's Uncle not Lucas. necessarily like yeah. like yes, I do agree that the show was trying to hint at like, oh, is this maybe gonna happen? But I I feel like that moment to me was more a a moment of loneliness of Lucas not wanting to be in the house by himself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and he even says that. He's like, stay. It's it's good to have people around. Yeah. And Brooke's probably very happy that Lucas is like, I want to help. Let me help with the baby. You can finish your stuff and, you know, sleep for the first time in uh, days, you know? So, yeah. Since March, January 19th, right? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, it's the last time he slept. In the year of our Lord, 2245. Yes. Yes. And the other thing I really liked about this episode was like, Checking it on skills about the whole abduction thing. Mm -hmm. Like, that, like, yes, focus on the parents, focus on the kid, but, like, skills was watching the kid. So I also liked that we got to check in on him. Yeah, and you can tell, I mean, obviously, you know, when it happened, he felt horrible, but it's like, it's like, he could probably stand to go to therapy as well. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Just and 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 it, you they hinted at it last week's episode when he hung back at practice with Jamie. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw that, but it's it's and it's nice too that they gave him a sounding board with Peyton because mm-hmm. Skills and Peyton is a pairing we don't get that often, and they're great together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and they're both very supportive of each other in everything they ever do. That's always what those two always have is just support for one another. It's always been that way for them, even in high school. When they were, you know, whenever they would always hang out, it was always because they were helping each other through something. So it's very good. I like it. And the fact that Deb's back in full force makes me very happy. Queen Deb. Nanny Deb. Horny Grandma Deb. Queen Nanny Deb. Yep. Amazing. No, it was a good episode. And Bucko. God, can't wait to see more. Oh, good bless. (laughs) 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 Absolutely not. Every time (gasps) Haley turns a corner in her house. (laughs) Just, just bucko grandpa bucko <laughs> um yeah absolutely yeah so um jesse do you believe dan do you believe he's dying i sure as fuck hope so <laughs> uh, like, <laughs> uh i i think i do i don't know okay but who the fuck knows i hope he's dying that's all that's where i was at the end of the episode Okay. But I was also right about the beach house. They he still got that beach house. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Oh yeah, he's living there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that idea was shot down pretty handily. The the episode he got out of he got out of prison. Like maybe he's living at the beach house. Like, uh, no. So we'll see. I fuck fuck Dan fuck Dan Scott. Uh, we just don't say it enough anymore. Well, yeah. we haven't needed to. He's yeah. been gone. Fuck that man. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, Tammy from Sports World or whatever the hell that did good did a good job of it the last few episodes. So yeah, it's the wrong we, kind. Yeah, we didn't need to say it. It's fine. <laughs> <sighs> God. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. I like this episode a lot. I think it's it's yeah. It's good and it's adorable that the backdrop is a five year old's birthday party. 
yeah. with dinosaurs. Absolutely. Yeah. No notes. Um, also, I love Lindsay in this episode. Like, I really like her as a character. As a foil for Peyton, not so much. As a character, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and she, you also have to remember, like, she's been dealt a really shitty hand. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, it's, and it's a hand we've seen before because of the Brooke and Lucas and Peyton of it all in high school. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I, you know, yeah, any, I feel any, bad for yeah. her. I really do. Yeah, mm-hmm. you you basically said it earlier, but anyone who tries to get between Lucas and Peyton is going to have a bad time. Mm-hmm. Like, Brooke has even said it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, yeah. if only Chase would come back and marry Brooke. Right? He straight up was like, if you ever need a husband, like. <laughs> it's true. Right? Except he, he was... didn't want kids either. Kids Maybe not scared. yet. He mentioned they are 22. Yes. Yeah, yes, that's they valid. Are. Yes. He's probably like, also scared me Brooke, up. it turns out. She is terrified. She's, she's basically said, hit me up after that baby's cured from whatever surgery it's getting. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. hit me up when that baby's sent back to wherever country it's from. Yeah. He was Fine. doing all kinds. This is last week. I'm sorry. But uh-huh. he was doing all kinds of lick lipping and lip biting and just oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah. Uh-huh. She's talking about how pretty like, her eyes are. Right here, if you let me. Yeah. If there, mm-hmm. if this room were not full of baby toys, it would be on. Yep. <laughs> Dear God. Anyway, yeah. All right. Anything else we want to add or go back to next last week and talk about or anything? Because no, I just okay. wanted to mention yeah. Chase because I miss him. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And he's gone again, and it makes me sad. Yeah. We really no. just breezed past Chase and didn't give him the. <laughs> the uh, attention he deserves. Yep. Truly. So we're doing it a week later. It's fine. Yep. All right. Coolio. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us guys. As always, don't forget to like rate and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, greatest five stars. It really does help us out in the long run with the podcast algorithm. So people can find us, which is great. Um, follow us on social media. We are everywhere at on Wednesday's pod. If you have any questions, comments, and or concerns, hit us up in the Instagram DMS. That's where we live most often or on Facebook. And yeah, we will see you guys next week for another fun filled episode of on Wednesdays. We watch one tree Hill. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye. Bye.